Hey everyone, welcome to Founders 365 with me, Stephen Haggerty. Today I am joined by Sunil Varma and he is a fellow coach. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation. How are you doing, Sunil? I'm doing really great, thank you. Thanks for having Good. me, Stephen. No, thank you for coming on. Uh, and let's jump straight into it. And can you just let people know your story? Like, what is it that you do? Who do you focus on? And how did you get to where you are? Yeah, what I do is I, I work with business people and uh, entrepreneurs, business people, you know, athletes, everyone who's in the market to work with a high-end coach. So how I got into this, uh, how I got into this was uh, I was just very sick for many years, and uh, I went through a major awakening, and the awakening just uh, changed my whole perspective on on basically everything. It's like. Mm. When you go through something such with such magnitude, it kind of turns everything that you ever knew kind of upside down, and uh, and then you just understand that wow, this this is really a, it really is a quantum reality that we're living in. And at that time, even though I was doing such great work with people, I never really saw it thoroughly from that point of view that this really is a quantum reality that our thoughts actually create what we are actually experiencing, where we're living, what we're doing. It's 100% a quantum reality. Do you find that a lot of people um, have trouble understanding that, have trouble understanding that your thoughts sort of provoke action? I think a lot of people probably don't want to know that it, it actually uh, provokes action. Mm. I think people, people are very, uh, I think a lot of people want, you know, they're, they're very hip and hip with what's going on. But on the emotional level, I don't think people really actually want to register that this isn't your reality. Um, it, it really isn't real. It really isn't. Mm. It's just nobody wants to fathom that. Do you often find that, you know, from what I've seen as well, that people have to go through, similar to what you went through, they have to go through some sort of life event, uh, whether that's yeah. good, whether that's bad, yeah, and, that, yeah. and that kind of allows them to reassess what's going on in their world. It does. You know, for me, I'll, I'll tell you, when I when I went through this this major awakening, I it was so huge for me that I lost everything. And and it made me realize that it was never real anyway. Mm. You know, when it was all just an illusion. Everything that I had, that's all it ever was. And... On top of that, when I was going through this mass awakening, I, I was in India as I was going through it. And something strange happened to me when I was when I was there. I, I was just sitting in the living room and suddenly I could feel all this pressure come into my head. And and I was I freaked out. I was like, Oh god shit, what's wrong with me? What's going on? Yeah, of course. And I could just feel all this 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 pressure in my brain. And uh so I called a friend of mine. I said, look, am I going nuts? So what, what is really going on? He said, no, just breathe. And, uh, and he says, you just you're getting to see reality. And the more I just sat there breathing, everything around me just completely changed. My sibling, you know, like family members, they all became like um, superimposed characters in a, in a screenplay. Wow. They all became speeded up. They all, everything about, every, all their actions... Uh, speeded up like uh, tenfold mm -hmm. so it was like uh like you could just see these characters um operating at times 10 yeah right but all how, around me how, how did you know at that moment 
that that was an okay space to hold and not do what nine out of 10 people do and, you know, call for help, call an ambulance? Well, you know, I think, I think it was great that I had this friend of mine who was, who was, who was right there with me. Right. So he was just, every time I was checking in with him and he's very keyed in. So he was like, okay, breathe. Okay. Just breathe in. Just, just, just breathe. You're not losing it. You're not going crazy. Just, you're just getting to see what the truth is, what reality actually is, mm-hmm. you know? So as, as everything was going on and I could see all my, my, uh, family members, uh, doing all their movements times, times 10, um, yeah, it was just incredible to see that because as I saw that, I got to realize, shit, this, is, this isn't real. Even the relationships I have aren't real. None of it's real. It's all just a game. Everything is just a big game that when we come into this body, when we come into this earth, earth plane and we take on this body, we, we're just living out these contracts with people. That's, that's really what we're doing. And some people will pay, uh, come into your life as a villain you know, they'll come into your life as somebody who really, um, whatever, they'll, they'll be either a, a loving person or the opposite end of it. Yeah. But it's all just, uh, it's all just a contract. They're coming there to teach you something about your soul that you need to learn. Is the aim of the game to win? Is the aim of the game it's to It's always just... to win. Yeah, you're always set up to win. You know, mm. nothing's, nothing's really, everything, everything that I've been through I mean, I had major trauma as well in my in my life, right? I had a lot of I had a lot of traumatic experiences as a child, and so for me, because of all those events, I was always for me it was just like, how do I heal this stuff? You know, it's like I tried everything at that time. I tried everything. I, I saw so many people, but nothing really could heal these traumatic events that happened to me because they got stored in my body. And so everything that I did wouldn't touch it. Mm-hmm. You could do as much NLP as you want, but it doesn't touch this, the trauma. It doesn't get close because trauma is very clever because when the mind gets traumatized, it kind of like uh, tries to protect you. You know, it doesn't want you to get close to the event. And uh, so all these experiences and plus, I, you know, it just opened up information inside of myself and I just started to understand how to actually heal myself yeah, it just became clear then what compelled you to help others that was mainly you know for me i was born i was i was a born healer um i've always been a healer so it's just who i am and mm-hmm. as much as i even when i was younger the funny thing is we we, we come into these these lifetimes and we somehow forget what our soul's calling is sure yeah, it's very easy to forget it and do something else. And and then at the end of the day, you're in there wishing and wanting something greater, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, it was just, I forgot who I was. And uh, I forgot that I was this great being who had these great gifts. And that I all the things that had happened to me, I actually knew inside how to resolve them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just in have ter- really forgotten. In terms of your work, do you focus at quite heavily on the energetic healing side of side of things no really no 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 um i i my work is designed to help people feel feel their emotions you know feel through the pain uh to actually feel through it until 
uh, the brain actually starts to go back into a place where it's it's uh, it's just no longer feeling fight fight or flight mode. And it's when you feeling when you're dealing with clients, like what stage are they at to think? Oh, I need I need you. I need you to help me. What's going usually, on in their world? Yeah, usually I think when people people are are really in a lot of pain, right? You see, sometimes people can be in a place where they don't they don't register that or they don't think that, you know, I don't need anyone, you know, I can get through this and stuff like that. And they won't even pay attention to the fact that when you have trauma in your body, the trauma affects the decision making that you're making yeah. all the time. It, mm -hmm. it screws it all up. And uh, so when people come to me, they're wanting to they're wanting to go completely to that next level where it's freedom, where I can be free from all of this pain or these memories that have really been bothering me since childhood. So what yeah. I'm working on is helping people uh, resolve real-time things that are actually going on in their life right now. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal, and I'm sure you achieve it. So. Yep. Um, what I'm really curious to know is because of that that sort of that work that type of work that you do with clients, it does seem like there's a lot of in the industry and in coaching industry in therapy industry and whatever we want to sort of class it as. It there seems to be a lot of healers coming out, a there lot are. of energetic people. Yeah. How how have you managed to deal with that in terms of? still being heard but also why do you think there are more and more people coming out uh in this sort of industry you know it's it's it's, it's a question that when i used to live in america this is this this is the same question i remember i talked to a friend of mine and i said what what is really going on here why why is everyone doing healing when they don't <laughs> even know what they're doing yeah. you know everyone's jumping onto the bandwagon of healing healing people when you, they really don't know that when you actually are healing someone, if you don't know what you're doing, you could actually leave them worse or off than what they were in the in the in the in the beginning. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's really because of the cash flow, right? Yeah, a lot of people think, like to become healers because it's easy money. Exactly, uh, and it's not. Sometimes it's not as tangible as people may think. Uh, but right. what I often see is the danger of that is, you know, it's that typical sort of situation where they've over you know they they've overcome a, a trauma in their life or something like that and then they've gone right yeah you know, i was let's i don't i don't want to use this example but i'll use it but you know i was severely depressed and then i've done this so then i can help others like that's exactly. yeah the, the right. almost like the blueprint to to become a a coach or healer and and it is and we've got to remind people that aren't in our world this is an unregulated world, right? So it is right. Anyone can wake up tomorrow and say, "Hey, they're a life coach," or "Or hey, they're a healer," or, or whatever it is. Um, I know that you've done loads of training. I've done loads of training. Do you yeah. think that aspect, firstly, helps the person individually become better, which is sort of an obvious yes, but also yeah. in terms of the industry standard, do you think that helps that? You know, any kind of training that you do, right? It's it's gonna it's going to ignite qualities inside of your soul that have been dormant, in, you know, for many years. Mm. So I, I think any kind of again training that you do is always going to make you a better coach, yeah. obviously. But 
one thing that I, what I realized in, in knowledge trainings that I've done with people is that I had to go through that in order to get to where I had to get to, in order to experience the spiritual awakening, in order to evolve the way I did. It wouldn't have happened if I if I didn't go through any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. What What are some of the um when when clients are coming to you? What are some of the myths that you have to break about what you do? Well, nothing is like a a one one session thing. There's no such yeah, thing as a one session time. deal, right? Yeah. You know that. So it's like, can I make somebody rich? I don't think so. You know, it's like it whatever. As far as money goes and wealth goes, you know, it's like nobody can nobody can promise anybody that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You can't because it's written differently for every single person. Hundred percent. And you know, so I really feel with with a lot of people, yeah, it's not going to happen in one day. You may not get uh, uh, wealthy, but I can tell you one thing though: you will definitely become more peaceful. So it's up to you. What do you want? Peace or do you want more money? That's how I look at it. Do you want to be, you know, a bliss with yourself? But even to get to the level of bliss, you have to you have to be prepared to do the internal work. Mm. Yeah, there's so much out there that says that uh, you can be like this tomorrow. It doesn't happen like yeah. that because you you know you, you you've got to experience. Of course. Yeah, it doesn't happen like that. It's like. Uh, you have to put the work in. You've got yeah. to do the work. Nobody can do it for you. Do you and, find that uh, sometimes people expect a surprise when they realize that? Well, a surprise that you go, look, we can do this, but you're, you know, you're the one doing the the hard work here. Yeah, I, I, I think I've never really, you know, I've never really. I always used to, you know, even now when I work with people, I'm just really the one who's the guide, right? They're mm -hmm. the one who's doing the work. You know, it's like I'm just helping you just to take away the mud, you know, that's in front of your lenses. Yeah. But it's really, it, it's never going to be any different than that. You know, it's, mm. uh, you, you, yeah, it's, it's a fairy tale. If you paint a different picture to somebody, yeah. you know, you're just a conduit. You're, you're teaching people how to take ownership of their own lives. You're giving them back their own power, you know, helping them on take away, take back their power. You know, mm. that's really what, what, um, you know, my job is. Do you think you'll always be doing this? I think it's in my my uh, it's in my blood. You know, I've been doing it for many years now, and I think for me, it's going to be moving in the role of a teacher and just teaching mm -hmm. people to self heal, self correct. I'm kind of like moving away from the healer role, as I think anyone who has been a healer would understand. Every the times are changing now, so I mean, a lot of people. A lot of people are wanting to uh, learn these things. How can I actually do it myself? Mm -hmm. How can I optimize my whole, my own uh, brain, you know, my mindset? How can yeah. I do it? You know? Does that mean that that help is becoming easily accessible? Or do you think there's always going to be a need for, in terms of easily accessible, in terms of like one to many? Uh, or do you think there's always going to be a need for, you know, the one to one individual work? I think there's always, you know, I look at it. I look at it now, right, as like a consulting thing. Somewhere mm. you can consult with somebody. You can work with them for a period of time, and then let them loose, and say, "Okay, you, you, you try it out. You see yeah. how you're doing, and then call me for a consult. You know, you can consult with me, and 
and then we can see how you're doing. But it's uh, it's definitely a way that everything is moving. This is how I feel. Humanity is moving in the direction where humanity is looking to become more empowered. Mm-hmm. Right? They're not wanting people to give them any magic potions or stuff like that. You know, it's just like uh, show me, show me. Can I do it? Because when you can do it. It's like then you get this, uh, you, you just start to like, you can walk again, you know, rather than think that the other person's got the magic uh, magic bullet. Mm, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, in ter- let's let's talk about the entrepreneurship side of things at the moment. What what would you say the current state of the entrepreneurial market is like? Because it's changed so much in the last. I'm, I mean, I'm going to say like three years rather than five or ten or twenty. Just right. To, just in, it's it's such a quick pace now what from where you sit and where you stand and the people you speak to what have been some of the challenges that a lot of people are coming to overcome now versus you know five six years ago are you talking about uh, psychological are you talking or are you talking about as far as a business sense let's, you, let's go with both let's go with, you know the, the entrepreneur as a as a person and then how okay. that affects the business yeah I think as, a, as an entrepreneur, you're right. You always know that even when markets crash or when, th- you know, like things are changing as much as they are, you are the one who's got to optimize your, you know, you've got to do your inner work all the time to stay with that. Because mm-hmm. if you don't do that, this is how I look at it. If you don't do your inner work, uh, you're going you're, you're gonna to start believing the stories that are out there, mm. right? This coronavirus thing. Uh, is a great opportunity for a lot of people to to assist other people and help them out of that mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to look for the opportunities in everything that presents itself, especially when everybody's looking at it, looking at it from a negative angle. You've got to look at the positive angles and see what can I, how can I help people, how can I serve people. In what That's sense? How it, with this coronavirus, right? This is one example. You know, you can see that it's it's really affecting a lot of people. You know, it's and people's mindsets are really going, you know, really down really quick. But one of the things that you can do is to is to come up with something that can help people feel even more empowered, right? To go inside of themselves and to realize, oh shit, you know, look, these are this is just like a, an emotional or a mental based uh, program, something inside inside of myself that I could change. That's how I look at it. How do people typically know when they're at that spot? When they when they realize that, you know, their mindset's down, they're at a negative position in their life. What's normally going on for them? Probably and, with, and new, think, use current search circumstances yeah. as a great example. Sometimes you can get really suicidal, right? Sometimes people mm-hmm. can be suicidal. Sometimes it can be so negative inside that uh, you can hear all these YouTube videos that, that people will say, oh, don't try, try, be positive, do all that. But how do people actually do that? Exactly. Right? It's very easy for people to identify with their thoughts because mm. you've got trillions of them going through your brain all the time, right? So you can be the observer of thoughts, you know, and you can, you can, you know, you can watch all the thoughts in the skyline of your mind. But then, as humans are, humans at some level identify with something. They can't help it because it's it's it's, it's part of the hardwiring of the mind. Yeah, right? and it's designed like that. Every person is uniquely designed so that they can awaken to their true self. But it's it's easy for us to say that. But if someone was listening, 
and they wanted and and something in them was like okay i want to try and figure out you know my true self and, and my own reality yeah what's the you. thing that they, what's what's like the first step for them to do that first step for anybody to do to actually want to experience what it's like to be yourself what would that be i remember for myself right i'll use myself as an example yeah. i went i i was i went through I went through the worst depression anybody could ever go through when I was in my 30s. And it, it, it got to a place that it was so bad for me that inside of myself, not only was I in bad shape, my, I couldn't walk, mm -hmm. right? So my legs were, my feet were, for 20 years, they were, they, they caused me so much aggro and pain. And yeah, I kept moving forward, even though I was in immense pain. You know, my 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 feet were, yeah, they were horrible. They were a big mess, mm -hmm. and that caused me manic depression. It caused me to 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 just uh, want to hide from people because of the yeah. pain. Oh, sure. Yeah. And and then on top of that, there was a lot of. Uh, not only was there depression there, I had I had huge mental illness problems. So if I was in a relationship with a woman, the relationship wouldn't last for, it just wouldn't last for, for a long time. Yeah, the, the, it was great to have it, but I couldn't, I just couldn't be myself to make it uh, flourish. And I wouldn't have even known what, what it meant to be myself if somebody yeah, had told me, exactly. right? So I wouldn't have known that then, if somebody would have told me, even with all the training I did, with the hypnotherapy, NLP, all these things. Nobody, nobody even told me then that it's actually not just your emotional bodies that you need to concern yourself with, it's your mental bodies. Mm -hmm. There's an emotional and mental component to it, right? So I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't have known those things unless yeah. these, when these happened to me and I would watch movies or I would, I would see other people how they would communicate with each other it just reminded me inside so what's wrong with me what's my problem mm. okay how come i'm really finding it difficult to just smile be myself so what, what in that state what was your first step then what was that what was that moment you said to yourself right it's time to change well i'll tell you look i i went through it was the physical pain right the physical pain was was uh it was a nightmare I, I couldn't I, I wouldn't you wouldn't even want to imagine it it was hor it was horrible for me the physical pain and uh, the more the pain you know the heartache the pain all these things started happening to me um then i had these blood clots in my legs you know so it's like I, all these things start to go wrong in me and then suddenly uh four years ago it, it really heightened everything just collapsed even more and then i i got to a stage where i said you know what that's it i'm not gonna i'm not going to yeah i'm not going to uh do this anymore i'm not going to do it to myself uh, i'd rather just own my power of who i am and really step into myself and was yeah. that uh was that an instant effect or did you have to put things in place to make it happen? no no i had to work on myself i remember I'd, i work see for me i work on myself every day so I spend like six hours or four, four hours working on myself. And uh, I know that if I want to be or have the life I want, only I can do that. Yeah. And I have to put the work in to do it. But I also know, I also know what's out there. 
and I know what works and doesn't work. Mm. And through trial and error within myself, having tried so many things, I now actually understand what actually uh, helps a person alleviate all of these uh, this bad information they're carrying. Buggy yeah. software. <laughs> Rewire themselves. Yep, buggy software. Rewiring yeah. it, totally. So Neil, listen, I, I've really enjoyed this chat. It's been super interesting for me. If you could give three tips to someone that maybe is going through that sort of dip in their mindset at the moment because of current of times, uh, yeah. what would those three tips be to help them get back to that high-level mindset? Three tips. Obviously, the first thing is going to be self-love, right? This is something that we hear so much of, and uh, everybody's talking about self-love. But what does self-love mean? It's very basic. Put yourself first. Mm -hmm. Be selfish. Put yourself first, right? And learn to love yourself. Watch, watch, learn on YouTube, whatever you can do, but it's all about nurturing, self-nurture, self-care. Mm -hmm. Simple, simple little things like that, but be selfish. That's what I would say. That's the first thing. Yeah. Second thing is not whatever works for the other person may not work for you, right? It may not. So listen to your gut, listen to your intuition and follow that. That's probably the biggest thing right there. Mm -hmm. Self-care, intuition. Probably the third thing, um, your soul knows. Your soul knows what you want, right? Your soul is the one that knows. And you can pray, right? You can do prayers and you can pray that your soul uh, guides you and leads you forward. If it's to be with a teacher, somebody who can help you, uh, break through, you know, this, whatever these things, your thoughts are in your mind, so be it. Mm -hmm. But your soul will, will guide you if you ask your soul. Intuition, self-care, and your soul. Perfect. So, Neil, thank you so much for that wisdom. Uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with you directly, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, they can. My website is uh, asksunil.co.uk, and my phone number is on there. And uh, the the email address is support asksunil.co.uk. Perfect. Sunil, thank you so much for coming on to Founders 365. I've been Stephen Haggerty. This has been episode number 70 of Founders 365. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Great. Thanks, Stephen. Cheers, buddy. Bye-bye.